You done wrestling around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making all the extra, extra noise <laughs> that we need. Let's see. I have wrestling I need to do. I think I've got all my wrestling. I've got everything propped up and paper sorted out. The only fidgeting left will be me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's my levels. All right. <laughs> All my wrestling is done. I'm, yep. Yeah. You good too? All yeah. right. I guess. I guess. I don't move, I shouldn't wrestle anymore. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, we can switch to our professional mode and yes. <laughs> begin. Indubitably. Yes. All right. And welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Hall. With me is the wrestling one, <laughs> Patrick Terry. <laughs> welcome, Patrick. Slam you your brother. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can snap into it. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah. Monday morning, came in. Rain. Looks like the sun's trying to poke out her. Yeah, it doesn't know. We're, we're down trying to figure all that out. Temperamental Tennessee. <laughs> Bipolar bear. Yeah. Bipolar bear weather. So Pretty much. I'm sure we'll get, you know, quote, unquote, air quote, snow again, you know, sometime. But, yeah. It is what it is. We'll just, uh, we'll just, just <laughs> yeah, we'll just roll with whatever, you know, and we wonder why everybody's getting sick. <laughs> so, all right, man, what's new? Well, um, I managed to do my two days a week at the gym. Awesome. It was looking bleak because Tuesday, which is my normal day, yeah. I went, didn't have my shoes. And so I was like, I know if I go home, I'm, I'm in. So, yeah. Then go that night, went okay. Wednesday. Okay. And then I was gonna go Thursday, didn't have my clothes. That could be that could so, be an issue. So again, said fine. Once I go home, I'm in. So Friday, I was debating. I was sitting in the car before I left from mm-hmm. work. I'm like, do I really want to go? I was like, do I want to go to a movie? Do I want to go home? And then I said, no, nah, I'm not just gonna drive. So my yeah. drive took me to Planet Fitness. I'm sitting in the parking lot. I'm like, do I really want to go in? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, said to every person going in into Planet Fitness. <laughs> and I was like, ah. Yeah, I grabbed my stuff, went in, did the bike, so I was like, there you go. got my two days in. Okay, so, good, man. It's cool. So, we'll see how this week goes. All right. <laughs> um, try to, we used to have a Camino Real in Antioch. I think they moved it to Smyrna. Okay. But now they replaced it with a seafood Mexican restaurant. Okay. And um, it was actually pretty, food. well, their menu, the food is, they need to work on the menu. The presentation okay. on the menu makes the food look kind of, yeah, looks better in person than yeah, than it menu. does on the yeah. Um, need need <laughs> to get a get an Instagram influencer foodie that to come do their pictures for them. Right. Yeah. It just you know because oh my that. god, Becky, look if you stand on top of the booth and then take the picture, so much better. Right. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. You know, presentation is everything. It is true that. But um, I mean, they serve octopus, squid. Like, I mean, seafood. When they say seafood, yeah, they, seafood. they, you see it. <laughs> yeah, All right. and um, but they have it's bright. I don't know if it's just because it's new. Yeah, but uh, they have live music. Okay, so that was that was yeah. fun. Okay, yeah, it was good. Right on. Yeah. All right, cool. There you go. Go back despite the menu. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's Patrick's uh, on-air Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, and that's everything else I'll talk about. Okay. Talk about the movie. All right, cool. Um, 
Yeah, uh, not much on our for us this week. Um, like I, I think uh, I might have mentioned, we may or may not. Have went, I don't remember. It's been a week. Right. Um, no competitions this month, so that's kind of nice. Uh, we filled in our. We were so lucky to have our time <laughs> filled in this uh, yesterday with. Um, Grayson had a birthday party. Her best friend Nathan had a birthday party. At Chuck E. Cheese. So his mom was so nice to have it on a Sunday when I was on my off, when I was off and not on a Saturday when I could be at work instead of at a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm beginning to think it was done on my, I'm not trying to say she scheduled it on a Sunday for my account, but I'm not, there hasn't been any evidence to disprove it either. <laughs> but no, it was good. I mean, it's Chuck E. Cheese. It's, it's the cult. I mean, it, yeah. you take your kids and they... Their pizza, I actually will say their pizza has gotten better. They use like a, for their crust, at least for some, not for maybe all their pizzas, but for some of them. Mm-hmm. They use like a garlic, kind of like the garlic, garlic butter dipping sauce you would get at either Papa John's or Little Caesars somewhere. Okay. They use that for their, they put that like on their crust. It's kind of like, because Pizza Hut does it, they have like a garlic season on their crust. Yeah, but it's like garlic butter. I mean, garlic it's, butter. yeah, it's, Good. yeah. And then I was instructed to keep eating because they weren't taking any pizzas home. I had seven pizzas of pizza. I had almost a whole pizza. I don't eat. Like, I'm not a big eater. <laughs> One slice shot. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I do like two or three, and I'm usually good. Yeah. Seven. I was like, God, I didn't have dinner. I was like, I'm not eating. I told Ruth when we left, so just so you know, I'm not eating dinner tonight. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I had seven slices. That's lunch and dinner in one sitting. That's I am true. good. And I didn't. I didn't have a single thing the rest of the night. breakfast, too. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like, man. Uh, yeah, that's true, because I haven't had anything to eat yet. So, <laughs> three meals. Fill me up right there. Um, but, yeah, it, it was something else. It, kids had a great time. I mean, Grayson got to hang out with all our best friends and, you know, yeah. got to talk to some of the parents that we normally just see hot, you know, say hi to in passing, including one of our listeners, Mark. So, um him and I had a nice little chat, which is awesome. Apparently, we are one of two podcasts he listens to, us and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So we're in good company. So awesome. uh, <laughs> shout out to Mark. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we appreciate it. Definitely appreciate your support. And uh, to Nathan's parents, um, Johnny and Steven, uh, thank you for the free pizza. So that was awesome. I like those, uh, I'm say I like Chuck E. Cheese's pizza. I've it's gotten better. It's it's increasingly gotten better because it used to just, it used to be, whew, yeah, tough. That used to be the best part for me. Throw a little parmesan and some hot pepper on it, a uh, little pepper flakes. Yeah, it's gonna have some sort of taste. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, not much going on this week. Um, took your to Krav. Um, we dealt with some car issues, got it fixed though. Yay. Um, you know, adult stuff. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I think that was about it. I watched, you know, just, um, hit up a couple of movies and called it a day. So here we are, dealing with the weather. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I guess we can go ahead and... That being said, let's get into it. Uh, you get to go first this week, All a good right. friend. Alrighty, so first movie I saw was uh, Seaberg. Okay. Starring yep, Kristen Stewart. Um, pretty much she's playing Gene Seaberg. Okay. Uh Famed actress, most I guess her most famous movie was Breathless from 1960. Okay, 
Um, <clears throat> I didn't do too much research on the movie, but she's got a long filmography. filmography. Okay. Um, basically, what this does, it follows her, I guess, chronicles the time when she was being supportive of the Black Panther Party, like the okay. nations. Yeah. And um, so the movie, as far as release, twenty uh, first, but it was released last year. It's a nineteen. It's a twenty nineteen movie. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, it's one hundred and two minutes. Benedict Andrews is the director. Okay. Had a small budget of eight million, and it's a, it's a Amazon original. So eventually, it's going to be on Amazon. Right. On video. And that's how I thought I was going to wind up seeing it because it looked yep. interesting. I was like, oh, I'll probably watch this. Sure, why not? And um, so far, as far as the box office. A little over two hundred thousand, which I don't yeah, think it's probably not in a whole lot of theaters, I would imagine. Yeah, so they're not expecting too much of a, you know, drawback. So, <clears throat> stars Kristen Stewart, Anthony Mackie, Zazie Beetz, okay. which is what what kind of pulled me in. There you go. Uh, Jack O'Connell, Margaret Qualley, uh-huh. and uh, Vince Vaughn makes an appearance here. Okay, I like Margaret Qualley. She was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, okay. She was the girl that. Was that uh, the Manson Ranch that uh, Brad Pitt, like she was the reason Brad Pitt drove drove out there? Yeah, okay. And then uh, she was also in The Leftovers, and I really liked her in that so, TV show on HBO. Go ahead. Um, again, it's about famed actors, uh, Gene Seberg, and just kind of shows how the investigation from the FBI kind of hurt her career. Okay, you know, she gotcha. had connections with uh, Black Panther Party. She had a little romantic tryst with one of the guess independent group leaders okay who happens to be married to Zazie Beetz character and of course that eventually comes out and causes friction um <clears throat> she starts getting paranoid like really paranoid um phone co- you know phone calls like I hear clicking like they're following me gotcha know? so who like you know the government and you know and um it was overall the movie was good for what they had you know I didn't know anything about Right. So I'm just approaching this like this is just a thriller, yeah, government conspiracy okay. thing, and um, it was decent. I feel like for what they had, the acting, the performances were great. There was one scene with Anthony Mackie where I feel like he maybe was overdoing it a little bit. Right. He was giving this speech and just is just I don't know if it was him or the director, but it was like he was just doing too much. And I just wanted to bring it back a little bit. Raining in, in a little yeah, bit. Raining in like, a little bit. It's like, bro, this one's not coming up for the Oscars. So, yeah. you know, this ain't your Oscar push movie. Right. So, I was just like, okay. I'm not, it kind of made it not believable. Gotcha. It's, it's a little bit too much. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit much. And it's, right. Yeah. But, um, their little interaction, they didn't, they didn't really have history, but they just yeah. connected. And next thing you know, oh, well, he's married. She's married to, to a French guy. She's got a son who he has custody of, so she doesn't really get to see her son. Okay. Um, but I mean, overall, it was decent. I'll just say, since it was made for Prime Video, right? Wait for Prime Video. Yeah, it's, it's not necessary. More of a yeah, one you had to rush out to theaters. Yeah, just watch it when you when it comes out there. Unless you're the diehard James Seberg fan, right? Gene yeah. Seberg. So it's like since I don't know much about her, I don't know how accurate everything is. I mean, like most biopics, it's. Yeah, probably grain of salt. And then some of the advertising said this is some of Kristen Stewart's best work. Oh, did she actually emote? <laughs> um, even though it wasn't a great movie, I loved her performance in Charlie's Angels. <laughs> she seemed to have more fun with it. Just seemed more, yeah, you know. But thing. like I said, I don't know how Jean Seberg is, so maybe she actually had her right. Yeah. 
it's on. Oh, I think it's on one of the streams. I'll have to check. Um, she was in a movie called Personal Shopper. Mm-hmm. That it's it's an independent film. It was fairly low low key. They tried to market it as this big huge suspense th- thriller, yeah. and it's got some parts. It's more of a drama, but it's yeah. got some thriller moments. Um, it's interesting. It's probably worth. It's probably one of her better performances because it the character is supposed to be a little more subdued, so that's like right up her alley. Right. Um, but it, I mean, in the end, it ended up helping her performance because, I mean, she was able to just do her thing. Um, thing. Yeah, but it was good though. And yeah. I, I I would recommend that one. Um, not too many case two movies I would, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I I would probably put that up there. I like her on Saturday Night Live, actually. I mean, she actually is decent on that. So. Yeah. I mean, this was okay. It's just, yeah. it's like, you know, just wait till it comes out on the streaming yeah. service. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But it wasn't a, wasn't, wasn't a waste of time. Yeah. It was a good filler, considering I was going to see The Lodge. Okay. And then before seeing this, it took forever to get the movie started because of technical difficulties. Right. You know, and I was like, maybe I should go talk to the manager. But instead, I just sat there and I called. Three yeah. times, and finally got it worked out and got a free guest pass as a result. There you go, man. You didn't put your Karen wig on and say, I need to go in your sunglasses. And go, I need to go Get speak my to phone, a manager. like, look. Look, I need to speak to a manager. Right. And then do a couple of foot stomps. Do you but, know who I am? You know, one of those. I sat here and I used my Unlimited to yes. get this movie. Fix it. Yep. <laughs> Fix it. But, uh, but, the, but the dude, the manager was nice about it. You know, he... I heard him in the back mess with the projector. He opened the door and he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, we're going to get this worked out. I'm going to restart and, you know, see how it works. And I had to call one more because it was a sound but no picture. And he's like, yo, when your movie's done, just come see me. And I was like, cool. You got it. Gotcha. You got it, bro. <laughs> um, next movie, Invisible Man. Okay. Which I also saw. So we'll just kind of do that and then segue. All right. We'll start off with some info. Uh, February 28th. It was a release date, uh, 124 minutes, so it's a little over two hours. Director is Lee Wanell. Yep. The budget, $7 million, and um, so far the box office is 49.2. This is also a Bloomhouse production. Yes, it is. So when I saw that budget, I was like, yep, yeah, that's their sweet spot. Yep. And that's, <laughs> I mean, for, for this type of movie, that's all you need. But, you know, it looks like it. They, they it looked like it cost more. Yeah. That's for sure. Yes, it did. And um, got Elizabeth Moss, which... Um, what was it? Hands may tell. I didn't know she yeah. was in it. Like I watched a couple of watched the first, oh, yeah. <laughs> watched, watched the first episode, and my friend Erica, we went. She's like, yeah, she's from Hands May Tell. I'm like, that's mm. where she looked familiar. In Mad Men. She's also on Mad, Mad Men. Too. Yeah, yeah. Because when we're that's watching where she the got kitchen, her notoriety, I guess. Okay, so I was watching the kitchen. And I'm like, I've never <clears> seen her. Before. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's in that too. And then I was like, then one until yesterday, like, oh, Hands May Tell. Yeah, yeah. She's getting typecasted as abusive as an abusive. Right. <laughs> But that was, I think she well, was the best. She was the best. I liked her role yeah. in the kitchen. Like if they, I fo- agree. like I told you, if they focused more on her character, yeah, it would have been a good movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we have uh, Aldous Hodge, Storm Reed, Harriet Dyer, Michael Dorman, and Oliver Jackson Cohen. Uh, this is a reboot to the original series of movies. Yep. Uh, and also, what I was reading, it was supposed to be a part of the dark universe. Yes, yeah. air quotes. Sorry, I'm, I'm doing. I'm I'm describing the the visual that you're yes. <laughs> that nobody can see. But due to the the, the awesome turnout of the mummy, they yeah. decided, yeah, we're awesome. not, we're gonna pull that yeah. back for a little bit. But then 
decided we'll just keep these we'll just, movies as the standalones instead yeah. of having them connected. Um, so, basic synopsis. The woman runs away from abusive boyfriend with the help of her sister. Yeah. Two weeks later, learns that he's committed suicide, but he's left her $5 million. Uh, the conditions on keeping it is that she cannot be commit commit a crime or be charged with a crime and must be mentally sound. Right, I'm sorry, Mark. Yeah. And um, then a series of haunting events lead her to believe that her boyfriend faked his death and has found a way to turn himself invisible to basically torture her. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, well, um, it was a movie I wasn't expecting much from. Yep. Uh, it did, for me, it kind of did have a slow start. <laughs> Had to do a lot of build up. And, yep. Which it, yep. And you know, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know where it's going. We'll we'll see. And then when it once it, once it tunes in to what what's trying to do, it it definitely turned up. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it definitely did. Uh, he had a nice little twist I wasn't expecting. It's suspenseful. Um, you had um, a couple more unexpected moments that were very satisfying. Yeah. And um, just overall. If they were gonna do a connected universe, this is make it a Bloomhouse Productions. It'll work. Yeah, just let <laughs> let them do it. Just have Universal, Universal just kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like how if, if you're gonna let if you're gonna do a Spider-Man movie, let Marvel make it. You just put your title. You know, right. you just put your tag on it. Right. Same thing. There you go. If you want, if you want, if you want this whole connected universe nonsense, just let. Blumhouse do it, or Blumhouse do it, and then just stick your tag on it. Just yeah. stick Universal on it. Just, just like Sony sticks theirs on. I mean, just, just you'd be better off. Sit back and click. Yep. That's it. Just take that money. That's it. That's all you got to do. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm a friend. She, she really enjoyed it. She loved it. You yeah. Know? I was just, I was just, I, like, I, I was going without expectations. Right. And like, if I went in with expectations, I think they would have been... Well, it was good. It was yeah. really good. I really, I really did enjoy it. The performances were great. The, as far as it being a thriller, like it, it, it yeah. was. I was, I thought this was going up being like a grudge or a turning. <laughs> yeah, but it ended up being way beyond okay. that. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and that, I'm kind of the same way. I saw the trailer. I'm like, well, this looks kind of hokey. I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah, this will be good at Redbox. I can't wait. It was like, I was like, because I'll do that. And I try and be cautiously optimistic almost. But some movies you just look at and you go, yeah, no, I'm good. I was like, or, oh, I can't wait for this to come out at Redbox. This will be great. Right. (laughs) But, no, I, what got me was seeing that it was certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes with 118 reviews. I'm like, the hell? I started reading more on that. I go, all right, well, I guess. Shit, maybe I will go see it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, uh, and I've actually seen, I've seen the original from 1933 with Claude Rains, who, um, amazing actor from the 30s, 40s, and right. you know that era, um, from Casablanca to my favorite Hitchcock movie, Notorious, where he plays the bad guy. And I was actually thinking about this last night when I was not able to get to sleep when I got home. Not not because of the movie, just. And just good. So I was up and I was thinking about that movie, thinking about the original, and then trying to think about other movies that I really enjoyed Claude Rains in. And I was like, there was one or two that I felt he was actually not the villain. Right. <laughs> like he was, and really Casablanca is not really a villain. He's not really, he's kind of neutral. He's, I mean, he's, he's like, really Swiss, he's, uh, even though he's French Moroccan, he's 
he's more like Switzerland in this, where he just stays neutral. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, um, there's a cut. I'm trying to think. Of, it's going to bug me until I think of it. But, anyways, he's such a great and uh, great. He was such a great actor of his time, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I saw the original some years back, but. Um, and then rewatched it when it came on Turner Classic, uh, and just really enjoyed it, and just marveled at the effects from 1933, which is a lot of just you know cut and yeah. you know fancy things you could do with actual film back then, right. um, tricks to try and fool the eye, I guess, and how just novel that was from back then. Obviously, it's based on the book, um, but I like that one. Um, there was a sequel that I haven't seen, um, but I probably will next time it comes right. out to a classic, because I'm sure it will, probably around Halloween time. Um, but I really enjoyed it. But for me, my uh, first exposure to The Invisible Man was um, in, when I was a kid, and my grandfather was sending me all these old Evan Costello movies on VHS that were, you know, they would show every Sunday in Kansas City, and he would record two or three at a time. And then send like a, you know, I call it a care package, but he would send like two or three in the mail and I'd get them and then I'd watch them and, you know, talk to him on the phone and let him know what I thought. And so Evan Costello, because most of their contract was through Universal um, for the majority of their 51 movies that they made with uh, as a team. So they did Evan Costello meet Frankenstein, which is one of their more popular ones. One of their more popular ones and um, probably more critically acclaimed ones, but I don't, it's not my favorite though. Right. <laughs> Oddly enough, it's not my favorite. It's the one that everyone else seems to like and it's the most um, accessible, I guess. <clears throat> but it has Frankenstein. It's basically they meet Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and Dracula. Um, and it's just a comedy of errors after that. <clears throat> but for me, um, they also did one for uh, where it's Evan Costello and Meet the Invisible Man, where they play private detectives mm-hmm. that just graduated from like private detective school or something like that, okay. and they uh, get their own place or they get hired on at this place and they have the overnight shift, and this guy that uh, is a boxer got was supposed to take a dive he didn't take the dive when the you know won the thing and they ended up killing his his uh, coach boxing coach they killed his Mickey pretty much okay. and then framed him for it so he's on the run and uh he tries to he basically hides out in the detective agency and then has them has him uh has the two of them take him to essentially his girlfriend's house okay. where his dad had been working on an on a serum um his dad's a scientist and has been working on a serum to that could turn people invisible the only problem is once you take it you um, if you are if you stay that way for for too long, it messes with your with your mind and drives you crazy. You know, you start getting you know not really having but start going crazy. Okay. So he hires the private detectives to help help him uh, figure out who killed his boxing coach. Okay. And it's and it involves Wood Costello becoming a boxer and. The Invincible Man is the one that actually is throwing the punches in the matches. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's pretty funny. Uh, William Frawley from who played Fred on I Love Lucy mm-hmm. is the uh, is the police detective that's in charge of trying to find 
the Invisible Man. Okay. And he thinks that Luke Costello is crazy because he keeps seeing people disappear. <laughs> it's yeah, it's pretty funny. It's good. Uh, I absolutely love it. It's great for kids too. Like I, I would love to show my kids that one. Um, you know, but I don't know how much black and white movies they'd want to. Right. But you know, yeah, yeah. But it's seriously really funny if you can find it. I would definitely recommend it because it is great. It's a good family movie. Okay. Just real funny. Good way to introduce kids to characters like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> I've also seen Hollow Man, which with uh, Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth Shue from, I think, I want to say like the early 2000s because, let's see here. Um, I watched it and I thought it was, yeah, 2000 on the nose. Um, and it was basically their, their uh, remake of the Invisible Man, and it was okay. It's got uh, it had Kevin Bacon, Elizabeth Shue, Josh Berlin, Kim Dickens, Greg, oh, Greg Grunberg was in it, um, and yeah, just a bunch of people. And it was fine. It was it was alright, you know. For what you know, for two thousand, um, it was good. Yeah, it was fine. <clears throat> so going into this one. After reading the reviews, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. So I went last night at 10 o'clock. So I had already had a coffee. <laughs> so I was good to go. Um, I went in. I was one of five people at a 10 o'clock showing on a Sunday. So that's actually not, if you really think about it, it's actually not that bad. Right. Um, and because there was a 10 and a 1030. I was like, nah, because <laughs> I'm lucky I can make it to the 10. Right. And... Um, only had two times where I nodded off for, you know, just a quick second or two. So go me. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, uh, but no, it, this movie pleasantly surprised me. Um, having watched all those other versions of it, I have kind of a frame of reference to draw from. Right. And it could have been having seen the mummy. Oof. I, hadn't, I still haven't seen it. Bruh. <clears throat> I've watched many reviews mm. and I'm just like, eh, I think I'm just gonna. So. Let me tell you the reason why I watched it. I watched it because you were going to go see it, and I love a good Tom Cru- I love a good Tom Cruise action movie as much as the next person. Right. Sometimes maybe more. Um, uh, man, that movie was hard to get through. Really? It was. It was tough. Um, it had a lot of potential. Yeah. It just they just didn't go there. They tried to do. The remake of the Mummy, they tried to make it, it. It couldn't decide if it wanted to be fun, like the like the last version of the Mummy with Brandon the Fra- Brendan Fraser version. Yeah. It couldn't decide if they wanted to be kind of action fun like that, mm-hmm. or if they wanted to be more adult fun or a more adult action. And right. but the dialogue didn't like the action matured, but the dialogue didn't. If that makes sense. Dang. Okay. Does that make? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because obviously, when you write scripts for family movies, they're, I don't want to say they're dumbed down, but you know what I mean, they make dialogue to where everybody can understand, can understand in that, in that, um, you know, the universe that it's in fits, you know, whereas if you make your action, like a Mission Impossible movie, but your dialogue (laughs) is still something that's more of a family movie, Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't match up, you know, so, that was a lot of its, some of its problems. Okay. Um, I, I, and I think it tried to do too much in a movie. 
Like, it was trying to hurry up to get to the shared universe thing. And I heard before the movie started, they had the Dark Universe logo and everything. <laughs> yeah, they did. Like, it's... They just tried to... They're just trying to rush rush it. It's like, it's okay to kind of just slow roll it. They didn't... They weren't about just, to slow... Just put it out, see how it does, and then maybe throw something at the end to... Yeah, to, yeah just kind of make it interesting. Yeah. It, no, they weren't about that, which is part of the problem. No. This is a good course correct. Now, like you, I read that they pretty much kind of threw away, you know, they're going to throw away that whole idea because they realized yeah, that didn't work out. Right. And so what they're doing is they're focusing more just on the solo movies. Yeah, just making them stand alone. Yeah. <clears throat> which is the way to do it. Yeah. A lot of the follow the Marvel method, not the DC method. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it can still be a dark universe, just they're not connected. Yeah, they just don't need to be in the same movie together because yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be weird. I mean, like if you want to maybe feature similar characters that experience this and they bring their experience, you know, do it that way. Right. Or even if you want to introduce like, or if you want to somehow say you have like Dr. Henry Hyde working with, working in the hospital where the invisible, you know, where she's being held captive or something like that. You can introduce that and have that character there, yeah. but you don't need him to transform into Mr. Hyde. True. You could just still have it. So it could still be a part of it, but not really like a focus. Yeah. You just have like little just, nods. Hey, there you go. I remember him from yeah. there. Uh, just have like a little nod and then just have that be it. Yeah. And then it's still its own thing. Yeah. And then, you know, or I don't know, it could be at a doctor's convention, Dr. Hyde. Doctor, Doctor Jinkle and and Doctor Frankenstein can all be in the same, <laughs> but but at the same time, it's own thing. They have their own thing. Yeah. So, anyways, this is a great course correct. They did. They, without giving, t- this is gonna be hard to talk about. I, I was thinking about this last night. I'm like, how in the hell am I gonna talk about this movie, without saying too much that'll give anything away? Right. You know, that's because I really don't. I want people to go see this, and I want people to be surprised by what they see. Well, I want them to. I want them. I want the way that things are revealed to be revealed in the movie, not by the two of us, yeah, who's yeah. talking about it. A natural thing. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, just like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. I like how they're doing this. Yeah. So what I will say is, I do like how. I really like how they modernized it, for you know the. They adapted and modernized it for this specific film. For yeah. this, like, how are you going to do this in this, you know, in this day and age to also make it seem realistic? Right. The, there's kind of a, I like how they didn't focus on the science of it. Right. Like, you don't really know much. Yeah. It's just, so. Get a it, general idea. Yeah. So basically it's like, so <laughs> you don't focus on the science of how Iron Man builds his suit. You just. He works on a suit, and then he has a suit. Yeah. You don't focus too much on how he, you know, the science behind it. Right. And I like how they didn't focus on the science behind the invisibility aspect of it. And just go with, well, he's been working on this, you know, because this is not a secret. Yeah. Um, He's been working, you know, he's her ex-husband, or her... Ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Because when I was watching it first, like, are they married or not? But I was boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. How he's a scientist, you know, he's been working on this. He's, um, 
been working on his thing and just also happens to be an abusive dick at the same time. So this movie, if for those of, for anybody other than, because I know there's got to be somebody other than just me that knows this movie from the '90s. Um, Julia Roberts made a movie called Sleep Sleeping with the Enemy. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked. It. I went with my mom to go see it because um, and it's very interesting because basically she's been in that movie. She's in an abusive marriage, right. and then leaves, basically fakes her death, leaves, and then starts a new life somewhere else. He, her husband, ends up uh, finding out all these, you know, through series of events, finds out that she's not dead, she's still alive. Right. And then goes and tries to basically find her and bring her back home. Yeah. So this movie is kind of like that movie. With that, or at least there's a lot of aspects. I'm watching someone like, so basically they updated... They took two movies and made them one. They made Sleeping yes. with the Enemy and The Invisible Man because it's a lot of the same type of things where she, you know, she's part of an abusive relationship and tries to leave, yeah. and then he comes back and he comes back to basically bring her back or just at least make her life a living hell. Yeah. So, um, the suspense. So you brought up the uh, the director, uh, Lee Wanell. He made this movie two years ago that very few people saw. But I actually saw the trailer. I'm like, you know what? This might be interesting. Back when MoviePass was around, um, <laughs> I actually used MoviePass to go watch this movie called Upgrade. It's a sci-fi action movie. I missed that. Missed out on that one. You did because it is a, it is a excellent movie. Yeah. It's not on. I and I actually checked last night too. It's like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. Once I looked up and saw who, I was like, oh yeah, dude, I love this movie. Yeah. And then I looked not on any of the streamings. Right. So it's either library. It's not going to be at Redbox because it's two years old. Um, but find if you can find a way to watch this movie. Again, it's called Upgrade. It's a great sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, exception, it's a really good action movie. Like uh, Basically, he has a chip. He winds up in a car accident. They put this tech in his neck tech in his neck um that's ai it's basically like a built it's ai and the ai has basically uh assist him with learning how to walk again it because it's attached to spinal yeah it glitches yeah he he can talk to it and it talks back and um and it basically has to do all his commands okay i was reading they said this was what Venom could have been, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah, should have been, but yeah, should have been a Venom movie without Venom, <laughs> exactly. And it was, and it was amazing too. And the guy that played him, Logan Marshall Green, yeah, fuck, I can't believe I pulled that name out of my head. <laughs> oh my god, um, <laughs> I shouldn't know all these things. I really shouldn't, but I do. But I do. And thank God this is finally an outlet for me to be able to use that weird kind of savant knowledge of yeah. useless information. Um, <laughs> That should be a review. Boom. Listen for the savant knowledge of useful. Um, <laughs> anyways, it he was exceptional in it, and the way it shot, and the camera movement was yeah. everything, and the way they shot the action, and that's what I really enjoyed because it wasn't that Jason Board quick take fight. You no, know, you don't know what the hell's going on. You can actually see it, and yeah. it's done really well, very well choreographed, and very well, uh, very well shot. So you can actually watch the action. Exactly. You're not just and, like getting all 
having seizures because you can't keep up. Right, right. And um, you know, one of the great things is that you can, it really shows in this movie too, because camera placement is key in this movie because the camera acts as a, as essentially another person in the room. Right. As if it's an invisible man, really. True. So that's, and that's my deep thought for the, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> camera man acts as an invisible person. Um, cause, and, and it really kind of makes you think, think that too the way it pans across the room and follows her and then pans back right. and then goes back to her yeah. you can see that it's acting like hey you need to pay, pay attention to what's around in this room exactly. and who may or may not be in here and uh, what may or may not be about to happen or has happened Right. so it's very well shot and that's one of the things that I really liked about it because it acted as another character in the movie instead of just being a window into what's going on True. in the scene. So True. it it really, and the the violence in it, so IMDb has it as severe. There's a couple of spots, but it's not that, it's not. Like it's not watching, I would take my daughter to it. And I was going to ask if you were <laughs> going to. Like at first I wasn't going to saw the yeah. radar. Yeah. I watched them like, it's not too bad. No, it's, there's worse. I've seen, I mean, I've not, seen worse. Right. It's, but, it's like, um, yeah, I got. She wanted to see, took her to see it. Chapter two. That wasn't. That's that. worse. I mean, I mean that's I worse. Considering it's worse than that, but still. You but you're right. I know. But I'm just like, I was like severe. I don't know about severe. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. Is that user based or is it? I built? think so. Okay. I think so. But I, it's a bunch of soccer moms probably. Too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's not. No. I mean, that's not a fair assessment. But, but it. But it's not over the top violence. No. It's not mm-hmm. gory by any means, because no. I don't go see those movies. Right. <laughs> that's why it's, it's, not, in, it's not like that's salt. why. Yeah, yeah. That's why I send you the. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> well, that that will remind me to talk about the trailers before this movie. Right. Um, but all in all, I definitely would recommend this. Uh, Ruth wants to go see it. I'd go see it again with her. Yeah. But we had to. I mean, we've got other movies we still would like to go see. But no, I totally would go. I told you I would watch this. So the one that played the actress real quick that plays uh, Elizabeth Moss's sister in this movie, Harriet Dyer. Mm-hmm. The entire time I'm like, is that Alicia? Is that Alicia Silverstone? Miss Holder. I mean, she kind of favored her because I, like, I was she like, looks like somebody else. Like, and then I was like, is that Maggie Lawson from Psych? I'm like, no, I would probably know that. She's working with but, a lot of looks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, she just looks like so many different people. Yeah. And then I'm like, she looks like a cross between Alicia Silverstone and Maggie Grace from Walking Dead. I was like, it's. The two blondes, I guess. Yeah. Like it's like a mold of the two of them. Right. Like, but no, Harriet Dyer is her name. And she just looks like two different. I mean, like she could be like their cousins, really. Wow. But anyways, it just really. It, and that's why I had. I was like, damn it, I hate pulling my phone to look at IMDb, but I'm in the very back row. I'm not disturbing anybody but myself. Um, it was a down kind of during one of the slow mo- moments. Plus, it was going to eat at me yeah. if I didn't watch it. Um, the daughter in the film, uh, not their daughter, but uh, the person she was, yeah. She's from uh, Wrinkle in Time, for those who have seen it. She's good. She's gotten older. She's I, And uh, <laughs> she looked like Zendaya if Zendaya had curly hair. <laughs> right. I mean, they look like they could probably be sisters. And she was in um, another movie. Uh, don't, don't Let Go. Yeah. That you watched. Yeah. Yes. Um, Aldous Hodge, who they stayed, uh, was the male actor. He was in... He was in Hidden Figures. He was in two different Die Hard movies playing different characters. 
Really? He's in Die Hard with a Vengeance, playing some dude named Raymond, and then he was in the one that nobody remembers seeing other than me. Um, was it uh, A Good Day to Die Hard, playing an act, playing some dude named Foxy. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, all right. <laughs> and then he played MC Ren in Straight Outta Compton. Okay. And he was yeah. in Jack Reacher Never Go Back. Anyways. He's really good. I really like him. I thought he was great in this. Dude, he had that. There was that one scene where he, uh, where he came into the room and only had like a tank top on. I said, "Damn, that's what Patrick's gonna look like." He that's keeps going to the gym. Right. I was like, "Workout routine." I was like, "You better, Patrick, got to screenshot this and just put hashtag goals on it." That's, that's it. Because <laughs> bro had some arms. I'm like, yeah. "Damn, bro!" I was like, "He came in packing." Right. Literally. Not, yeah. Not talking about guns. Yeah. He had guns. Yeah. He had. He had. Left and right, he was ready yeah. to go. I was like, "All right, bro, I see you." Yeah, <laughs> so what, I was like, "Damn, I wonder what Marvel movie he's in." It's like, <laughs> must like, be a new one. Him. It's like, yep. get him. <laughs> snatch him up while you can. Right. Um, but no, it was. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I, you know, I definitely again go see this again. If you have a chance, I would definitely encourage people to go see this movie. It was a pleasant surprise. Yes. By from both of us. Yes. So, um, I like a good thriller. I don't like a good horror. If a horror movie's done right, it's then I'll go see it. But I don't, I just don't. Which then brings me to my next thing I want to talk about, which are the trailers before this movie. So, the music before we go to that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some of the I was laughing like how they just yeah. raised the music. I was like, yeah, ridiculous, over the top. Yeah, but I don't. It was. It just. I just. I don't know. I just found it humorous. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it when movies have to rely on. You can build suspense without making the music louder. You can just do yeah. it with the way that you play the music. Yeah. With the strings and everything like yeah, that. It wasn't so much the actual. It's just how they were. It just got louder, louder. Yeah. Like, and that's just <laughs> that's just lazy filmmaking. I, I was like, so this is where their budget ran out. <laughs> yeah. Just lazy filmmaking. I, it irritates me. It didn't It didn't ruin the experience. But no, like, it didn't. But it, it can take you out for a... Yeah. It can take you out of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then... There was some CGI usage that I feel like, yeah, the budget started running thin. Yeah. Like, but it was funny. It just, I yeah. don't know. It just, it, it didn't hurt the movie. It's just. No, not at all. Just if I had to nitpick at some stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So, the let me t- so the trailers before this movie, at least for the one I, when I went and saw it. Yeah. Um, was Antlers with Carrie Russell and I forget who else is in it um, about like some monster or something like that that's eating you know taking so like kids and killing boy. them huh Isn't a little boy like feeding it or something so. yeah or something like that okay I think I remember seeing that yeah that's all you man I'm not nope that's a nope <laughs> that's a nope from you nope alright I don't even care mine. if it's a, I, I don't even care if it says Guillermo del Toro produced <laughs> or directed nope nope <laughs> That's 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 a hard hard pass on that one. Yeah, I was actually sitting in my seat going, nope. <laughs> and then uh, and then they showed the trailer for Spiral again. Uh, had me up until the part with the saw, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I know saw, it's a saw universe, but so at some point, Spiral from the book of Saw. Yeah, I was like, I didn't even. Until I saw that, I didn't think it was just thought it was something. Different. I thought it was going to be a nice thriller, just kind of like who like some cult thing. I'm all bored with that, but then you start, nope. <laughs> Check that. Yep, I'm good. Oh, I'll wait for you to go see it, and then you can tell me 
how uh, how <laughs> how much torture porn's in that, and then right. that'll help uh, decide if I go see it or if I just say, well, you know. Well, that's all. That's like that's be, right. be the thing to move it and go to credits. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, run, sweetheart, run. Did you see that one? It's mm-hmm. another one. Blumhouse one that's coming out. No, maybe oh, that one looks good. Yeah. Uh, we'll put that one up on our page and uh, also uh, Candyman trailer. Yep, that's, that's another one. I went, nope, <laughs> that's all Patrick. No, I'm sorry. I no, I've accidentally driven through Cabrini Green when I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that was that was scary. <laughs> that was scary enough because I was like, shit, I'm gonna get shot. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Well, and I saw the original. That was yeah. more than... I saw the original, like... Uh, how long ago was that? Maybe 20 years ago. I was in my mid-20s and still was like, Nope, I'm good. This movie's already almost 15 years old. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. More than, nope. <laughs> That's all you, man. Well, we know the next three movies... Three of the movies I'll be seeing. Yeah. And then... Uh, I'll probably go see Run, Sweetheart, Run, though. That one... At least out of this first trailer, it looks like it's more of a suspenseful. Uh, basically, dude, uh, this lady goes on a blind date. Uh, goes on a blind date, and uh, he takes takes her back to his place, and they, uh, you know, they're talking. She's like, "Well, maybe just a drink." You know, just, it's like, "Okay, well, maybe just one." And then yeah. next thing you hear that, then that it goes to black, and then there's like quick flashes, and then. It's just her running out and, and, you know, in tears, just running out, trying to get away. And this dude's, like, chasing after her, just, like, showing up. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll watch it after. Yeah. So it's it's, uh, basically they can't kill the dude. So possibly a demon or something. But it it looks interesting, huh? I'm probably on board for that one. All right. I was like, okay. I, I think I even went, okay. Yeah, I probably got me on this one. <laughs> and then, uh, what was the one we were talking about? Uh, just a few minutes uh, before we recorded. The Hunt. The Hunt. Yeah, yeah, they showed that one again. I really want, I kind of, I mean, we talked about how, you know, the reshoots and everything. I really kind of want it to be like, uh, like, uh, Ready or Not. Yeah. Where it's, where it's kind of, you know, it's fun and it's funny. Yeah. And yeah, there's you know, there's little, you know, there's I'm just, I'm just hoping, blood and stuff, but it's. I'm just hoping that what they're releasing is what they were originally going to release before they decided to cancel it temporarily. Right. I just don't want to be like, well, this isn't exactly what we had at first. So we feel like we had to change it. Yeah. You know, just if it's in its original form. Yeah. Or let's just go. Don't with don't it. let don't reveal that they had to do some changes. Right. Don't reveal it. Just yeah. Don't be like, <laughs> but, um, but hey, you never know. Changes could be good. Look at Sonic. <laughs> so, I mean, that was a nice five million dollars well spent. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, trying to think, what else? There was one more I thought, and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's just like, it's a man. Patrick's got a lot of movies going to see by himself. <laughs> like, yeah, that was. That, when we went to see Invisible Man. We missed a few trailers, so we probably. I know the other one, uh, the High Voice with uh, it's Tracy Ellis Ross and Dakota Johnson. Ice Cube, and I forgot who else is in it. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross plays an aging, this is not a horror movie, actually. It's just really weird how it got mixed in with all these other scarier movies. Um, But uh, Tracy Ellis Ross plays an aging singer Mm -hmm. that, you know, is very popular. Dakota Johnson plays, like, her, 
assistant or something like that, uh, production. I don't know. She plays like PA or something like that. Okay. I don't know. And, uh, but they, uh, she, they're talking about how, you know, they want to get her, try and get her to do like a Vegas res- residency. And she's talking about like she wants to put out a new album. <clears throat> and she hadn't put out one in like 10 years. Right. And, you know, her, her people, so to speak, um, managers and everything are like, well, you know, no, you know, people want just to hear your hits. Nobody wants to, you know, you should just focus on this residency and then you can go on tour or whatever and right. afterwards. And she's basically just like, you know, I'm tired of just doing the hits. I want to do something, you know, I want to put out a new album. Right. You know, they've, you know, my, you know, my fans have been, or wanting, and, you know, some new material. And, yeah. Um, so, the, of course, Dakota Johnson, you know, was like, oh, well, you know, I've been, it's like I kind of remade, basically uh, played around with one of your new tracks and all of this. And so it's about, you know, it's a cute movie. It's going to be one of those kind of cute, uplifting movies okay. um, about her you know, trying to help her with her new music and be a top, you know, a Billboard Top 100 because, you know, uh, people over the age of 40 women over the age of 40 only two have had a number one hit and only one's been black so yeah i was like who is that yeah whitney or beyonce which beyonce ain't 40 yet no. <laughs> anyways um so it looks cute i'll probably go see that one okay. that looks yeah that looks that looks cute i'm like oh this one looks like one i can go see <laughs> i don't think anybody dies in this one. i don't know maybe mm, maybe one of those tearjerkers <laughs> i don't know it might be i'm like okay i'll watch it no. <laughs> She yeah. does have a lovely voice. What a lovely, lovely voice. Yeah, yeah we missed some trailers, so it might have been yeah. some of the early ones. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Just real quick, um, two cents. I went to a bad voice for life, finally. So the thing is, do I reveal what happens in this one scene or not? Is it earlier or later? It's the one I texted you about. <laughs> oh, okay. So I won't go in depth into it. So yes, I love the movie. It's yeah, it was awesome. It better than two. Not as I mean, nothing's going to top one. I think it's better than two. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than two. I like two okay. The best scenes, the scene, the and uh, Bad Boys Two, the best bad around the world. Stupid. Um, The best scene in Bad Boys Two was the scene in the Haitians' house where they try and do the three sixty. One take, although it's obviously not one take, but it's yeah. very well shot and edited. Um, that's my favorite scene in that entire movie, still, even now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's really bad. Yeah, otherwise I don't. You know, otherwise it's fine. I mean, it's yeah. not a bad. It's just that's. I think this one just had an actual story. It had a good <laughs> and actually had a good story about age. You know, being an aging officer and then, you know, think things that they face. You know, like their joints and. You know, they're not as quick as they used to. True. They may mentally still think they're as they're still in their twenties, you right. know, but, but they're not. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> we can't relate to anything in that movie whatsoever. No. Um, but you know, uh, in that, you know, some of the ways you do things when you're younger uh, is not usually the best way to do it when you're older, True. and that you need to be accepting accepted. You need to accept the change that occurs. Right. Um, some good twists in there that 
may not have seen right up up first, but you kind of end up figuring it out on your own before it's revealed. Right. Which I like because it shows that your audience, you know, it allows your audience to be smarter than the movie. Instead of just giving it to them, like, instead of having to spoon feed it. Like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, we know, we got it. We don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It allowed you to be, you know, to figure it out for yourself, which I liked. Um, There's a scene uh, with DJ Khaled that just made my day, and I text. Patrick and I go, bro, why don't you just tell me about this? I would have like made a much more concerted effort to to have gone to the sooner. Like I would have been like, I'm freaking beat. I cannot go. And then be like, oh wait, no, there's a scene I need to go watch. All right, I'm getting out of bed. Um But yeah, no, it was worth it. So uh no, I really enjoyed it. Um so much fun. The comedy's great, the action's great, you know, the Martin Lawrence Look like he's got some sort of thyroid issue. Is only distracting for a couple of minutes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you kind of get used to it. There was that one scene where the camera was looking up at him, where it's like, yeah. "Yeah, that's not a good uh, angle." No, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> we can see all three of his chins. Bless his heart. I mean, you can see two but, of mine right now. He's still, yeah. I mean, this is like, but he still got it. This is the first movie he's done in a minute, in, a good minute. Yeah. So just to be off that long and. I think he's getting back in the stand-up. Yeah, so, which is good. Yeah. He's mentally getting back to where he needs to be, which is good. Because, <clears throat> you know, fame isn't everything. It, it can take a toll on a person's mental well-being and focus. So, um, it can cause someone to, you know, stress. Stress is stress no matter what you do. Um, it's just, you know, affects people differently. Yeah, it was worth the wait. Yep. So hot. And so, uh, from the interview I watched where Will was like, you know, we want to do it right. We don't want it to be some cash yep. grab. We just want to make sure it's the right material. And yeah. That was, that was smart. Yep. That was good. And then I hear Four's in the Four's already in the works. So, yep. should be interesting how they're going to do that now. So, no. I'm curious. I think Michael Bay is going to be the helm of this one. So, that's oh, so, kind of worried. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Might not even like, be connected. <laughs> yeah. It'll be after Bad Boys 2. <laughs> and that's to do with Bad Boys Yeah. Boys. Uh, I just think with Michael Bay, let him be the action director. Let him do the action, everything, and have an actual director for everything else. Yeah. Or let him just be the cinematographer. Just let him yeah. do the shots. Yeah. Just let him. Just, just keep him out of the director's chair. Yep. Yep. Don't have him. Yeah. Um, okay. I think. And one of the things that kind of. This is kind of lame and stupid, but this is one of the things that kind of warmed my heart. And just like from the very beginning of this film. Mm-hmm. Is when it shot up there a Jerry, a Don Simpson Jerry Bruckheimer production, not just a Jerry Bruckheimer films or whatever, right. but a Don Simpson Jerry Bruckheimer. Because growing up, <clears throat> the one like one of the movies that one of the series of movies that I would go to without fail is if if a movie said Don Simpson Jerry Bruckheimer productions, I would I was there, because right. they did Top Gun. They did Thief with a dude from CSI. William Peterson? That sounds right. I think it's his name. The guy from the original CSI. Um, They did Days of Thunder. They did The Rock. They did Face Off. They did, I mean, Armageddon. Like, I could run down the list of them. And, you know, it's a huge piece of, oh, Crimson Tide. Enemy of the State. Like, I could write them almost all off because I owned all of them at some point. And I rewatched them. Because I just loved the action in it, the way it was, the way it was presented, the way it was shot, the way it was just, you know, 
back when Michael Bay was a decent director. Right. <laughs> right. But when uh, Don Simpson passed away, Bruckheimer kind of just went on his own and kind of went away. So I, I really appreciated the, <clears throat> the more or less throwback, but the homage did, you know, right. to the two of them. So it's just, yeah, that, that really, you know, to me that, 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 which is silly. I mean, just as a fan, but as someone to see that and just go, that's awesome. You know, it's just kind of, I was like, all right, I like it. And it yeah. kind of gave me, gave me a little bit of goosebumps. It's, yeah. Cause um, I'm sentimental like that. Cause, um, so yeah, no, I, I, that's one thing I'm glad I remembered um, from the film. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. So I'm definitely on board with that. Um, I saw two other movies on Netflix. Um, I'm not going to really get too much into it. If you want to watch it, sure, go for it. Um, one's called Earthquake Bird. Uh, has Alicia Vikander from movies. She was in Ex Machina, the one I know her mostly from. She's been some other things. Um, she basically is just somebody. She's a. I think she's supposed to be Swedish. This film, and she was in. Japan? I can't remember what country's in. That's how forgettable this movie kind of is. But she meets this guy who likes taking pictures, and then they kind of have a relationship, but she's got other stuff going on. She's got a past, all this stuff. Um, and then it seems like he tries to say that his every time he takes a picture of somebody, it kind of sucks away their soul, like it takes a piece of their soul with him. Yeah. It's supposed to be like this weird metaphorically thing, but then you're wondering if it's like actually a supernatural thing or not. Mm-hmm. The movies, I wanted more from Like I wanted it to be more. Right. Like I wanted it to be, because it wasn't super great. You're just kind of, by the end, you're just kind of like, ah. that happened. And you're like, that was kind of exhausting for <laughs> that. Okay. It was okay. It's not great. I mean, it's not super great. Uh, yeah. Not super great. Um, then um, another one I watched was The Coldest Game with Bill Pullman, where I'm, I, sh- I didn't even do enough research to even see if this was actually a biopic or just like a fictitious account of what could have occurred. Right. Um, takes place during the Cold War. Uh, he plays, or during the, I think, uh, Cuban, nope, not Cuban Missile, but uh, basically there's like, there it's the 60s. There's war going on, or there's not war going on, but they're, the Russians you know, the, and the U.S. are battling this big chess competition, mm-hmm. and they basically pull Bill Pullman to be in this, because he's, he's supposed to be this like weird like genius that had a breakdown, and they're trying to basically use him for this chess match between the Russians, but also as uh, to kind of spy, <laughs> so he's kind of like an espionage type thing. Okay. It's a lot... Better than Earthquake Bird. Um, he's good in it. It's uh, it's not a bad movie. If you've got time to kill or you're doing other stuff, it's right. good to have on. So, not, not dislike it. Yeah. Um, and then that's it. So that's the, that's my sh- short reviews on those because it's not really not much to really <clears throat> yeah to go into on those. Um, so trailers we have uh, Rumble, which is the a new animated kids movie uh, where basically giant monsters wrestle, but humans train them. 
No, is that coming out this year or next year? Because when I watch the trailer, I think it's next year, but like, it's way early. Yeah. <laughs> by the time it come out, we'll forget about it. Oh, that they'll have three, three or four more trailers by then. Man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it said 2021. I'm like, bro, it's just now 2020. Right. Like, Why don't you wait till June to drop that trailer? Exactly. It's like it's way early for that. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. So it'll be a good kids movie, or it'll be one that you know kids will enjoy. Um, there's a new Quiet Place 2 trailer that looks good. Um, comes out next month, so I'll be there. Yeah. Actually, no, it comes out later this month. I take that back. Comes out the 20th. Huh. Wrong. I forgot. We're in March now. So yeah. it's this month. <laughs> comes out uh, March 20th, so yay. I'll be there for that I would, one. I wouldn't mind doing the double feature, but it's during the week, and I wouldn't ever do that. Just I'm not doing it. I could watch it here. I'll watch it here. All right. I've seen it twice because I took Ruth to go. I took Ruth and uh, Goolsby. Uh, James okay. and his daughter uh, went with us, so um, the four of us went. Yeah, I liked it more. I think I liked it the most because uh, I went and saw it by myself. You could hear a damn pin drop in that freaking theater. I think when I, I don't think anybody was eating any popcorn either. No, <laughs> like I was, but I was not. I it was sparingly. I went by myself. There's probably three other people in it, and then this person while the movie was yeah. on, somebody came in late and then you're yeah, re- yeah. fixing their seat. Yeah. Like, Oh, now hurry up, get comfortable. Yeah, but it was it was also a movie where I wasn't sure what to what expect. expect. And it was like, okay, I like that. Yeah, um, Ruth liked it. Okay. Yeah. Um, the one thing about a quiet place is that there is a part where it's a woman that's pregnant. She, you know, she ends up having a baby, which is not a never. Good I thing. mean, this movie's two years old now, and. And well, yeah. Not only that, but it's also in the trailer that there's a baby. So the new movie, so it's not like it's a secret. So at this point, true. So it, you know, so there's that, and so you have this baby, and um, so people that have like either postpartum or have some sort of anxiety about that will not like the movie. (laughs) So um, that was one of the things I I was like, oh shit, she'll probably have a problem with this. Yeah, but it wasn't her thing. She thought it was okay, but not great i like i thought it was freaking fantastic and um not only just from you know a thriller slash sci-fi movie it's from that aspect but also just from a technical aspect i really enjoyed it so i'm hoping that they kind of keep with that right i mean krasinski's directing again he's just obviously not yeah be more behind the scenes yep um i guess there's gonna be some flashbacks yeah because he'll be in it but with but, um, which you know I'm not upset about because yeah. get a little feedback to what what started and then where they're at now. Yep. Yeah. So long as I'll dig handle it. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm um, I'm very much looking forward to it. So and then the one I talked about I actually I actually wrote on there this morning. Run, sweetheart, run. Because I had to remember the name of the title. Yeah. But I knew it was something like that. It's like, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to write that down. So, um, and let's see. This week we have. Sorry we missed you. The Way Back uh, Onward comes out Friday. So the uh, new Pixar movie. York not interested for whatever. Yeah, oddly. I mean, I thought he'd be the one. So I guess I'll probably take Grayson to go see it. Uh, maybe he'll change his mind. I don't know. And then, uh, what else do I have here? I might see, see. Way Back. I'm not sure. Yeah. It just seems yeah. like, like you don't want to be Batman, so... Here you go. Yeah. Give this a try. Um, 
First Cow, uh, which is a documentary, I think. Um, Burnt Orange Heresy. Extraordinary in the the Wild Goose Lake, which those all have some sort of weird independent film kind of vibe. But I don't know. I just write the titles down. What's coming out? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'll, and then like when I do that, I ended up. I always end up looking at it, see what it's about, and then I forget about it later on. And once it's like, oh wow, yeah, yeah, right. Um. And uh, oh, don't forget uh, Sunday is daylight savings. We spring forward. So. Uh, lose time, lose sleep. Yep, but we gain sunlight. I mean, True. supposedly, supposedly, True. weather permitting. Right. <laughs> right. So. That's cool. <clears throat> so yeah, um, I guess that's it, man. Yeah. We could talk about you, but yeah, you're aware season two, yeah, already. Yeah, I'm uh, two episodes in. Two episodes in. I'm six episodes in first season. Yeah. Both of us are way to the game because everybody's, have you watched this? Have you watched I'm like, dude, I've been watching movies. I haven't had time to watch. There's like so many shows. Streaming stuff. I'm just like, I've already got American Gods. I'm two episodes in. That's been a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Then Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Talking about earlier. And then I did watch High Fidelity. I finished that. Yeah, yeah. That was good. I like that. Okay. See what they do. If they do a se- second season. Um, yeah, I don't watch as many shows. Right. But, you know, as long as they're not too long. Right. Burn. Like, it's like 10 episodes each season. Yep. Yeah, that's manageable. When it's like 20 plus, like Supernatural, I get yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Have you watched Grey's Anatomy? Nope. And I'm not going to start now because there's like 30 seasons of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, I, <laughs> like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm out of that. Yep. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I said, well, I'll just be like, no, I'm sorry, I missed out. Yeah. I think this week, since my daughter didn't come this week because she was sick, we're right. going to see the boy too this weekend if it's okay. still, if it still does well enough to still play. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Good. Then you can talk to uh, Patrice and Marlia and Strange South and <laughs> give them your review because I, t- cause I asked them, if they, I said, hey, y'all going to go see this creepy doll movie? And they're like, hell no. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, me either. I just thought I'd ask. Uh, so that's why it's on Patrick to go watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to have been this week, but pushed to next week. Okay. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Um, that goes. I need... Really, there's not much else out. I still want to see Portrait of a Lady on Fire, but it's playing in Belcourt, and that's always kind of hard to make it to one of those and make it back because it's all the way by work, and then I have to drive back here, and then, yeah. It's just I'll just wait till it comes out on Redbox or something. Yeah, Hopefully streaming. The, had I got to the theater early this weekend, yeah. I would have went to see My Hero Academia anime. Anyway, but yeah. uh, I'm not I'm not familiar with it. But me either. Like, I just know, know the pop figures. Yeah, because they check it a ton out. of them. Yeah, but I didn't make it. Okay. Um. So so for me, like the only thing really right now is Birds of Prey. Still, yeah. maybe I can talk Ruth and let me see it, and then we'll see it together eventually. Yeah. Or she can go see it Friday by herself. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's it, man. Yeah. Until Sunday. We'll be back Sunday. We'll be back Daylight Savings Day because we'll be back to our normal. Sunday, normal Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday schedule. Okay. So um, still working out, getting ex- getting guests. Um, we have one scheduled for the end of the month, so which I'm looking forward to. Um, I think that's about it. So f- for me... Jeff Hall. Patrick Terry. 
Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you all next week.